0: You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. Presented by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Ticketfm.com Go back into the happy hour 937, the ticket, the ticketfm.com. Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys. Shout out to Travis Hunter. Shout out to Travis Hunter because he if you you'll remember he was the number one overall player in the class last year, and Dion basically stole him from Florida State to Jackson State. Well, Travis Hunter entered the transfer portal. And there's a lot of thought this that he's not gonna go with Dion to Colorado Rico and yeah, which is, which is interesting, but he posted a, or he sent out a post today saying that he will announce where he's transferring to when his YouTube reaches 100,000 subscribers. And here's the deal. This is, this is the game that you play. I mean, this is, and it's going to work. It's gonna. It's going to reach a hundred thousand sub- subscribers. Maybe he's at seventy four point six thousand right now. I mean, so you need he needs twenty five thousand four hundred subscribers. Look,
1: hey, shout out to the kid. Shout out to his game and and what he's trying to do. But honestly, I would laugh so hard if people started to unsubscribe. Me. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just, I, man, that's just weird. I don't know. That's that's weird. Because that's like the the kids that. Uh, they go, Oh, who has the best fans? Gas me up to, you know, ten thousand followers on Instagram. It's yep. like, no. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that.
0: Exactly. So it's interesting to think about, um, here's here's unfortunately, I mean Rico, let's be honest. It's going to work. And the yeah. more the more he's already at seventy five thousand. He's just got nine hundred thousand or excuse me, nine hundred in the time that we started talking about this. Because I just refreshed the page, and I bet if I continue to refresh it, we'll... It's impressive. He's just got another 100. Goodness So, I mean, like, this this is interesting now... I guess it works. Um, ...that it, it's going to work. Should I do that? What do you have to announce? I don't know.
1: I'll find something.
0: I'm just going to keep refreshing it to see how much longer it what takes. What should I announce? I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know. I, I mean, you're, you're doing the Farrells thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing... <laughs>
0: You got nothing to announce.
1: Yeah, somebody, I'll, I'll this announce, is kind of disappointing. I'll announce who's sponsoring my boxing gloves.
0: Who who's that?
1: I don't know. I don't even know who sponsors <laughs> boxing gloves. But I'll announce Finals? it. But I'll <laughs> announce it. If you guys gas me up to seventeen hundred followers, I'll announce who's sponsoring my boxing gloves at Radio Rico <laughs> as, AC. As,
0: as Rico says, I don't know who sponsors boxing gloves. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out once I get there. you. Got you. Got time. You got time. Yeah, we'll I, just, take I need it. forty-nine followers. Hey, there you go. I, I, I finally Shout out to Bill Bush I finally eclipsed The thousand mark Click Thanks to you. him Look at you And now we had Today's tweet Kind of blow up A little bit Unfortunately Got some fan accounts so. I could have tweeted that out You could have Anybody could have Anybody could have But all of a sudden Nick's super popular <laughs> But here I am Look at you and Who am I Follow ChrisRaff7 <laughs> No follow uh, Nick standard If you want to Yeah There you go Don't tell but, to Follow Raff
1: he wasn't even on air today. Don't, don't gas him up like
0: Raff, that. Raph texted me and A.D. and said, um, this was his quote, 50 degrees, finally hit it. 50, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. That's wow. the temperature where he's at. Wow. And I said, wow, it's 15 degrees here. And then I said something else that I, I can't say. And he said, now it's up to 52. Wow. So he's just texting me and A.D., Temperature degrees. updates of what it is in Houston, Texas, where where Raf is at. Here are the degrees, everyone. So, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and play, play the sound. I was like, "Can I play it yet?" Yeah, we can go ahead and play the sounder. Play. We could have played it earlier. Nebraska receives a commitment from a 2023 three-star linebacker from Oklahoma, Eric Fields, a six-foot, two hundred and ninety-five-pound linebacker. Uh, once again, Nebraska without a full-time or without a publicly known linebackers coach, um, but they end up getting Eric Fields to commit today. Um from Oklahoma, he's signed as well, so we're just waiting for that official word from the Nebraska Twitter account. I mean, which is web blank there it is. Oh no, I'm just kidding. We got another one. Go ahead and hit, this, hit, this, hit the hit ah! the fax, hit the facts. Hit the facts. Hit the facts. This one, this signature, comes from Corey Collier Jr. The defensive back transfer from Florida. Now, uh, when I saw when I refreshed the Twitter page, I saw this and I thought it was Eric Fields, so I didn't take you know I didn't worry about it too much. But then it was Corey Collier Jr.
1: That's different.
0: So there it is. Um, unnamed texter says: Still no added offensive line depth. The worst position on the field. Riola missing out on all his targets. No, he didn't. He got a couple. I mean, so here's he the got th- like five. He got like four four, 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 four for sure. Offense linemen. There is the one. Class. There is one that is um, can play both sides of the ball. So there's that. They're um, in
1: on two offensive line transfers right now that we know of. So mm-hmm. I don't think he missed on all of his targets. I, I don't even know if he missed on anybody so far. We'll know. We'll know when those two uh, two targets in the in the transfer portal announce where they're going to. But right now, I would say they're they're doing pretty well uh, in terms of of offensive line targets at least, you know, adding adding depth for next year, maybe not, but in terms of, of future depth, I think they're doing a pretty good job.
0: So um I, I may have misspoke here or just ran the words together. Eric Fields is a six foot two, one hundred and ninety five pound linebacker. Not <laughs> not two hundred and ninety five pound linebacker. What you guys don't think he so- can play linebacker two ninety five? So that's my apologies. I probably ran my works together. Six two hundred and ninety-five. Yeah, I probably it's ran called my works athleticism. together. athleticism. <laughs> yeah, something like that at six foot two. <laughs> but anyway, um the six foot two, one hundred and ninety five pound uh, not need to put any weight on it. And <laughs> in response to this unnamed texture about the offensive line, um I think Nebraska's in a tough spot and that's a there could be a reason to this why they kept Ryola um in addition. Number one you need a little bit of continuity over the next couple years mm-hmm. to build to build some rapport um, with Raiola. The offensive linemen got along with him really well. They they like Raiola. Number one, number two, and you're gonna. I mean, I'm gonna get pushback for that, but that's okay. Number two, uh, you yes, it's gonna be four freshmen from Nebraska who this unnamed texter says won't play in two years. But here's the deal: is that's been Nebraska's problem is that Nebraska has had to bring in high school guys, whether it's been from the state of Minnesota, whether it's been from the state of Nebraska, that have had to play year one. That 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 should not be the case. I, I think if anything, these last couple years have shown us that, especially at offensive line, there aren't a lot of high school re, you know high school recruits that in year one are ready to go. Day one at Nebraska or at any Big Ten institution, right? Look,
1: along the line of scrimmage, coming in as a freshman, it's going to be really hard to make an impact. You, you, you've seen it at many other schools. You don't see freshmen, hell, even sophomores starting on the offensive or defensive line very often, unless they're freaks of nature. Well, and that's that just. That's not what you're getting right now at Nebraska. So you need guys who will come in, develop for a year or two, and then be ready to go. So right now, what Nebraska has to do is use what they have, prepare what they have for next season, and maybe this this offense and what they're going to run might be a little more friendly to the blocking scheme <sighs> that Riola wants to teach.
0: I also I also would say um, in terms of Riola striking out on all of his targets, that that belief I don't think that a lot of guys that maybe Nebraska was targeting on the offensive line were specific. Specifically, Ryola's targets. Um, I think it's okay to say that. Number one, number two, is with with Dylan Ry or not Dylan Donovan Ryola. Watch it. I know, I know, uh, because I hate that narrative that he was brought onto the staff solely to recruit um, recruit Dylan Riola, I'm talking about. Uh, I think with Donovan Ryola, number one, I just like I sit here and I get frustrated because the way that Nebraska's offensive line has has suffered and and been atrocious these last couple years it's yes you want instant impact but you have to realize that Nebraska is not going to be able to get the number one offensive lineman in the country they're not going to be able to go out and get a Tommy Brockmeyer or a uh, Caden Proctor like they're not going to be able to go get those guys the the last offensive lineman five-star offensive lineman that Nebraska was in on was Foster Sorrell who ended up going to Stanford Um, like way back when, when Mike Riley was the coach here, Mm -hmm. like that was the last five star offensive lineman that Nebraska truly had a chance with.
1: Turner Corcoran was close. Turner Corcoran was
0: a four star, sixty fifth player in the country or whatever it was, um, according to twenty four seven Sports, high four star. But once again, just because they're a high four-star does not mean that they are ready to play game one at Nebraska. But Nebraska was in a spot because of the lack of evaluation, lack of development, and lack of ability to recruit, Um, and and just not having continuity. I think that's such a big thing is that the staff, whoever's in the rooms, whether it's position coaches, whether it's head coaches, there was just no continuity that... I, I Turner Corcoran, Bryce Benhart, you like even Teddy Prachaska, you can sit here and say like they were all forced into positions when they were not ready to play, and so I, I just like sit here and yes, Nebraska needs instant impact, and yes, they can go into the transfer portal all they want, but you need to grab four high school recruits that are not going to play for two years. You need that. Mm-hmm. that, that that's just where we're at, uh, unfortunately. Um, because Nebraska is not going to be able to go grab a, a five-star offensive lineman that even at Wisconsin, if he goes, or at Iowa, at Iowa, he might not play the first year. Caden Proctor, the offensive lineman that f- from West Des Moines, Iowa, that flipped from Iowa to Alabama yesterday, he might not play day one, but he's the number one offensive lineman, and he's okay with going to Alabama because you're winning games. Mm-hmm. That Winning solves everything. He, I mean, he might. He might. He's so, a freak. He's good. But, and I mean, like, look, think about rare. it. I, Iowa lost him out of their own back. Like, two hours away from Iowa City, and they couldn't keep – they had him committed for months and months, but Iowa Did had a little bit said? of a down season.
1: See what he said? Mm-hmm. In his, he, he said that he thought he was uh, – he had this feeling that he was settling hmm. by going to Iowa. He said he said settling twice in a two-sentence period. Yikes. Yeah. Not a great look.
0: So, it's just – like, that's just, I guess, where Nebraska's at, unfortunately. Um and it's it's disappointing because obviously you want to get back to and and have that confidence in the offense line, and the guys up front, to be able to open up holes and and allow your running back to to you know scoot through for hundreds and hundreds of yards and thousands of yards in a season. But that's just not where you're at right now. You got to work your and, way back
1: up to that. You got to work your way back up to those pipeline days because right now, as it stands, Nebraska and offensive linemen don't have the the greatest of rapports with each other. So once you can you know, get those guys that have to sit for a couple of years and you can work them and get them back up to <clears throat> the way that you want things, that's when you'll start getting higher-level recruits because they see you know, what you can do for them. And, mm-hmm. again, if you can get those freaks of nature that are ready day one and all you have to do is work on a couple things here or there, then you're in an even better position. But right now the guys that they're adding are, are depth pieces and depth – and, and pieces for the future. Um, they're going to have to go into the transfer portal to find some guys, but it's hard to find starting offensive linemen in the portal because they don't transfer very often, and when they do, they're looking to go somewhere where they can win right away.
0: Yeah, so who knows what's going to happen as we go forward, but I think it's it's important to also remember kind of the identity of this staff and how they want to, um, how they believe that they can operate a program, and I think it's important to, uh, remember where Nebraska's at right now, and and what kind of job this is. With that being said, we asked Nuri last night what the uh, the uh, a realistic expectation would be from his his vantage point, knowing Donovan Raiola, knowing Matt, R- or you know, getting to know Matt Rule, I should say. Um, and he said bowl game. He at, said at he least. said he said at least a bull game. And so I, now, obviously, that's one player out of hundred and and however many, but. If that's the mentality, then we can't sit here and and knock it. Um, And and I've told this before. I mean, Matt Matt Rule wouldn't have kept Donovan Raiola on his staff unless – like, Matt Rule had no tie to Donovan Raiola. He's not
1: keeping him for one recruit. That's not not what Matt Rule is going to do because he knows that one recruit isn't going to – you know, everybody says, oh, he's a program changer. Yeah, he's a program changer, but also you have to realize that the guy that you're keeping on has to develop the people who will keep that program changer upright – so if you're yeah. keeping him for one person and then let's say the offensive line is, is underperforming it, and you fire your offensive line coach, well, he was the one that brought in that one person who's to say that guy doesn't leave. So I, I don't believe that Matt Rule is that kind of coach where he would keep one guy on for one recruit. I think that he truly believes that Donovan Raiola can work in this system that they're going to instill. And I, I believe and, and know from uh, multiple people that Donovan Raiola is an extremely hard worker and that's exactly what... Um, Matt Rule has talked about he wanted to get younger and he wanted to get hard workers on the coaching staff and that's what he's doing.
0: Yeah, Matt Rule or uh, Donovan Royola, one of the guys, many times that would uh, turn on the lights at Memorial Stadium uh, over over the last couple months or so. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get to break. I'm going to get out of here, make my way down to Memorial Stadium. Travis Hunter up to seventy eight thousand subscribers. I he in in the last. 15 minutes has gotten 4,500 subscribers on YouTube. Needs to get to 100K to uh, make his transfer commitment known. So I guess he's it's not working. Going to Colorado. I don't think he is either, which is very funny. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's go ahead and get to break. Uh, we'll, Rico, we'll wrap up the show coming up next on the uh, happy hour. You're listening to 937 The Tickets coverage of early national signing day, sponsored by Live Hydration Spa.